Welcome to Save Six Figures with Gina Knox, the podcast where I coach you on how to save $100,000 by optimizing your cash flow. Hello, hello, savers, and welcome back to the podcast. Today, we're going to talk about my 2024 investment plan. I try and do investment plans at the beginning of the year. I don't spend a lot of time every quarter or every month on these. I generally make my plan for the upcoming year at the beginning of the year, and I want to take you through my process because I just spent about 30 minutes kind of going through my process. This is also a process that I teach my clients in Six Figure Saver because my philosophy is that how you spend your money will make or break your income. Business money, the money in your business is a finite resource. If you have $2,000 to spend, there's a way to spend that $2,000 that will create a high ROI, and there's a way to spend that $2,000 that will create no ROI. So if that is true, I want to focus all of my business's money on the things that I need to hit my goal. So here is, I'm going to take you through my process, and then I'm going to tell you what I'm going to be investing in in 2024 as of, you know, with the information that I have right now. So my first recommendation when making an investment plan is you have to root it in your goal. What is your goal? Until we know your goal, we don't know what you should or shouldn't invest in. So my 2024 goal is a million dollars in sales. I want to make a million dollars next year. So the next thing I do is I take that million and I ask myself, okay, how many clients is that? With my current offers, what would that even take? How many clients would I need to sell to get to a million? And right now I have two offers. I have Seven Figure Wealth and I have Six Figure Saver. Of course, Seven Figure Wealth is my mastermind for entrepreneurs who want to build passive income outside of their business by investing in wealth vehicles. So really focusing on the personal finance aspect of of your money. And Six Figure Saver is my 12-month group program for entrepreneurs who want to build up their business savings, their business reserves, and really focus on saving $100,000 in your business. So we have a business finance offer. We have a personal kind of wealth offer. And if I did a split, a 60-40 split, 40% of my revenue is going to come from Six Figure Saver, 60 is going to come from Seven Figure Wealth, then I would need 200 Six Figure Saver clients next year. And we're going to be launching about three times. So that's averaging out to 66, 67 people per launch. And if I did 60% of my revenue from Seven Figure Wealth, I would need 75 clients next year, which would be about 37, 38 people per launch, per cohort, because we only launch twice a year. So now I have some numbers in front of me that I can work with. Okay. Looking at that right off the bat, that's about double what I'm doing right now. So And that makes sense because I just came off of a 500K year. If I have a million dollar year goal with the same amount of launches, then all I really have to do is double my launches. But that's also just, let's pause there for a moment. That's a very important note. That's a very important insight that I just gathered. And I want you to do the same when you're doing your plan. That alone just told me where I need to focus. If I want to make a million dollars next year, I have to double my launches. So my follow-up question is, what do I need to double my launches? Now, 
I may not know the answer, right? I have an educated guess. I have what my coaches have told me. I have information to go off of, but I may not 100% know. The purpose of investing planning is not that you know everything that's going to happen in the next 12 months, but it's to get you thinking and to get you started. So I need to double my launches next year. I asked myself in my notebook, what will help me do that? And here's what I wrote. I'll just read out my notebook to you guys. I need more notebook time. I need more creative energy. I need to work on my thought. I've been really sitting in this thought for the last 12 months that I need to wait for creativity to strike. So I I can't have that thought if I want to be more creative, if I want to make a million. So I really need to work on that thought. Look at how specific I'm getting, right? I'm asking myself, what do I need to double my launches? And I'm going down to the level of what is the thought pattern that's no longer going to serve me at a million. Okay, let me continue. I need to be analyzing my marketing data versus just moving on to the next thing right away after a launch. So I need more calendar time in order to do that. I legitimately need to put calendar space to say, I'm not just going to be doing my marketing and then moving on to the next thing, but I really need to be spending time in what is working, spending time in my onboarding forms. Why did you join forms in my client data? I really need the time to analyze a lot of that data. I also need to get fired up by shit again. I just need to be, when I'm fired up, I'm unstoppable. I am unstoppable. And so I either need to get fired up again, or I need to really focus in on what is the best use of my fired up energy when I am fired up. And I think that kind of goes to the analyzing my marketing data, right? If I know what's working and what's not working on a more intimate level, then when I am fired up, I know what I should be using that energy towards. All right, let's see what else I wrote. I wrote, I need to focus on lead generation. I want to spend more time on TikTok, speaking engagements, having a clear landing place for cold leads. So people who don't know me, I've been thinking a lot about this, like for people who aren't in my world, I need to make it clear who I am. And I think you'll notice that on my podcast, even I've started explaining what six figure saver is after I say it, instead of just assuming that you know what that is, because I'm thinking more about the person who hasn't been following me for years. If you haven't been following me for years and I just say, and in Six Figure Saver, we do ba da 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 you may not even know what Six Figure Saver is. So coming back to my notebook, I need to have a clear landing place. I need to, I need people who don't know anything about me to be able to understand who I am and what I do. And um, in terms of also lead generation, I need to do another photo shoot and I need to grab some more video B-roll in 2024. Our last photo shoot was a while ago. I actually don't think we did a photo shoot all year last year. We're, we're scraping the bottom of the barrel of using our photo shoots. Also, I shaved my head in May and all my photos have me with long hair. And I'm like, I just kind of want some photos with my short hair. So anyways, that's on the list. Then I asked myself a really great question and I highly recommend you ask yourself this question as well. What have I been avoiding? What have I been avoiding in my business? So here's the two things I wrote down that came up right away. Number one, I've been avoiding writing my book. I was going to write a book last year. I half, like I kind of started to look for a book coach. I had a sales call. I just kind of like fizzled out. I just never did anything with it. I've totally, totally been avoiding writing my book. And then the second thing I've been avoiding is pitching to my professional network. 
I have such a strong professional network from having worked in Silicon Valley for seven years, and I've always just kind of disregarded it as irrelevant, right? Like, okay, I have this whole professional network in Silicon Valley, but they have nothing to do with the coaching industry, so it's just kind of irrelevant. And I've just been honestly ignoring that network instead of nurturing it. And it's been on the bottom of my to-do list all the time, so that's definitely one of the things I've been avoiding. And then I finally asked myself, what do I need off my plate to make a million, right? What do I need off my plate to have and serve those 200 six-figure saver clients and the 75 seven-figure wealth clients? And I wrote email writing. I have spent a ton of time last year writing emails. And I actually looked, we have, in the last two years, I've written over 1,100 emails. I've spent a lot of time email writing. I even went back into my calendar and looked at all of the all of the calendar events that I put on my calendar that said write emails. I mean, I even have one this morning from 9.30 to 10.30. It was like, write my driving emails. And as much as I think writing emails is super, super important and having marketing emails is really important, the amount of time I've been spending on it is no longer, like there's other things that I need to be working on. So I need to figure out how to get emails off my plate I need to get VIP days off my plate. And I, in most, in most ways I already have last year, I offered a VIP day bonus for joining my mastermind seven figure wealth. And I legitimately thought six people were going to sign up and we had over 20 people sign up. And so last year I did over a hundred hours of VIP days because my VIP days are five hours long and as amazing as they were, as much as I do not regret doing them whatsoever. Like they were so helpful for me. I just straight up do not have the capacity if I want to hit a million next year to do a hundred hours of VIP days again in that way, at least. Not to say that I don't have time for VIP days. It's just like that specific version was really helpful last year. And it's something that I don't think I'm going to repeat this year. What else do I need off my plate is guest speaking to rooms with like four people with hosts who aren't excited about me. I think that happened quite a few times last year where I was guest speaking and the host like it was like a yeah we'd love to have you but like they didn't really care and so they didn't really tell their clients about what was happening and then like no one showed up and as much as I love guest speaking and as that's even on my, you know, my focus on lead generation task is speaking engagements. I just don't have time to be speaking in rooms that aren't excited to have me, I think. And that sounds like really, I don't know, basic or really, um, like duh when I say it out loud, but I, I think that I haven't really articulated it until now. So notice how with my plan so far, I haven't said specifically what I'm going to buy. And this podcast is titled, you know, what is my investment plan for 2024? But I think it's really important to start with what your need is, what your skills gaps are, what you're avoiding, right? Instead of just starting with the solution in mind, I'm not starting my investment plan with the solution in mind. I'm starting my investment plan with the problem in mind. That alone, that shift alone is huge. It's not to say you shouldn't resign with your coach or you shouldn't do XYZ program, but it's more to say, are you evaluating what problems you have and then seeking solutions versus starting with a solution and finding a problem for it? 
That is a huge difference. That alone, if you're starting with solutions in mind and then backwards finding problems that those solutions fit for, you're not going to hit your income goals because you're not going about it strategically. You need to start with your income goal and then think through what problems I need to hit that goal and then work your way backwards. So that's what I've done in my notebook, right? What do I need to double my launches? Because just based on the data, I need to double my launches. What have I been avoiding? What do I need off my plate? So now I'm going to go through those answers and I'm going to ask myself, what am I going to invest in to achieve these things? Well, number one, I'm investing in a email writing agency that's going to write my emails for me. Now I'm still going to be writing my own emails in some cases, like not to say that I will be writing zero emails myself, but I'm investing in an email writing agency because I've written 1100 emails already. Like I feel like I got it down. It's not that I can't write my own emails. It's not that my emails don't convert. It's not that I don't know how to do it. It's that now that I've proven that I know how to do it, I need it off my plate to make space for new things. So that's the first thing. And that is an 8K investment every four months. So I'll probably be spending, what's what's eight times four? Uh, no, what's 8,000 times three? That's $24,000 for 2024, right? 8,000 times three? Because every four months, that's three times a year. Yeah, $24,000 on email writing. Um, the next thing, that I have on my docket is under the, what have I been avoiding writing my book? I'm going to be investing in a book proposal coach who is going to help me with writing my book proposal, writing my chapter summaries, like actually figuring out how to get an agent. Cause I want to go the traditional publishing route. So I'm finally going to hire someone to help me with this process. Um, because that has been something I have been avoiding massively, just massively. I think a lot of the things on my list for 2024 also included that I just need more calendar time, right? I need more notebook time. I need more time to analyze my marketing. I need more time to do pitching to my professional network. I want to spend more time on TikTok. I want to spend more time doing guest speaking. So all of those types of things that I need, I'm going to focus on maintaining my team. So luckily to this point, I already have a team that has been built out and is working really well. So there's going to be a lot of things that I just continue doing for 2024 in my investment plan. I'm going to continue working with my OBM. I'm going to continue working with my podcast editor. I'm going to continue working with my personal assistant. I'm going to continue working with my design team and I'm probably going to continue working with my video team. So I still have a team. Like if, if I let any of those people go, if I stopped investing in those people, I would not have all the time that I need to do all those other things. All right. What else do I want to focus on? That thought that I mentioned at the beginning, I need to wait for creativity to strike. I really want to work through that thought and that belief this year. And I really want to work on my creative energy this year. So what I'm going to be doing to work through that is working with a one-on-one coach that I'm going to be meeting with twice a month. And that is in a program that I'm going to be re-signing in that I already am a part of, but I'm going to re-sign in that, in that coaching container because it is helping me, right? And I already know exactly what I'm going to do with them for next year. The other thing that I'm going to be resigning in is another mastermind that I'm a part of that focuses on leadership and team and systems and calendar time and all of that. I think that as I scale, it's, and as any of us scale, it's really easy to like 
scale your business, but also scale your calendar, like scale how many hours you work. And everything that I've written about so far in this journal entry has shown me that I need more free time. I need more free time, not because I'm not going to be working in that free time, but because I need time to do deep thinking work. That's what my business is requiring of me next year. I need less meetings and more deep thinking time. And I know myself, right? I know that I love meetings. I'm a Gemini. I'm so chatty. I love talking. I will chit chat with you all day. I love a meeting. So for me, it's actually like I have to stay accountable to the fact that meetings are not going to be serving me in the way that I need them to in 2024. So I really need to reduce my meeting time. But that also means I don't just need to reduce my meeting time. I need to stay accountable to the things I want to do in the time I'm not having meetings. So I've created this entire like calendar plan where every day of the week has a purpose. I have Mondays is my working day. Tuesdays is my coaching day. Threes, wow, I cannot talk. Wednesdays is my support day where I'm like talking to my team and talking to my coaches. Thursdays is an open call day and Fridays is a personal day. I might have to get that down to a three-day calendar if possible, but out of the way that my calendar is scheduled now, only Tuesday through Thursday, I have meetings. Mondays and Fridays are open, like have no meetings intentionally. So I really, really need to continue to commit to that. And knowing myself, I'm going to need to continue to get coached on that. So I'm going to be re-signing into my leadership mastermind as well. So what have what do we have so far? We have book coach. We have two masterminds I'm going to be re-signing in. We have all the continued support with my current team that I'm going to be re-signing with. We have the email agency that we're going to be working with this year. And then there's um, just like two more people that I, oh, sorry, three more people that I need to hire for next year. If if I'm going to have 200 six-figure saver clients on top of the current clients who are already in there because it's a rolling 12-month program and 75 mastermind clients, I'm most likely going to have to hire another six-figure saver co-coach and a seven-figure wealth co-coach. Um, just to make sure that we're over delivering for our clients and continuing to have short, um, response times with everything. I want to make sure that the client experience is so tight and so good because it's not just me answering every Slack. It's not just me doing every little task because otherwise the response times are going to be seven days. It's going to take forever. It's not going to be a great experience. So We're going to be hiring more co-coaches. I'm going to have to plan that out. I think there's going to be a co-coach hire in March, but I will see. And then I definitely need a lawyer. I need a small business lawyer. I've just been noticing more legal questions that have been coming up. So I probably want someone on retainer who is able to answer certain things for me, make sure that my language is correct, just stuff like that. And then the other thing is I need an accountant. Now, I have an accountant already but they are not specifically a small business accountant. It's kind of the family accountant that we've been using. And so I really want to find someone who specializes in small business and can help me with some of the tax strategy. So that is one of the other like professional legal and professional services that I'm going to be hiring out. 
and those will be people on retainer. So now I have kind of a tentative plan for 2024, right? I know when I'm going to be resigning in the in the programs that I'm already in. I have a um, I'm onboarding an agency right now. I have a sales call with a book coach. Like I once I know things, I move very very quickly. I don't sit on my laurels. I'm going to be hiring the accountant and the lawyer, and I'm going to be planning out when I want to hire the co coaches. And I think that's it. Then I will say too, because I love to do this plan for the year and then kind of be done. I will also say there will be things that come up that I do not have in this plan, period. I mean, I know, for example, that I want to be doing some more speaking engagements, like in-person speaking engagements. One of my goals for 2024 is I want to speak in front of a room with a thousand people or more. So that's going to require extra travel budget. That might also require a team member traveling with me, like an EA traveling with me. I don't know what I don't know yet. And there might be some amazing opportunity that I could not even foresee that is going to come my way that I'm going to say yes to. So I don't want you to be stuck in the rigidity of making an investment plan at the beginning of the year and then being stuck with it. But I think it's about having both, right? Can you be strategic with your 2024 investment plan? Can you ask yourself, what is my revenue goal? What is What does that look like in terms of products sold or clients acquired, right? What does that look like for you and your business model? And then what does my business need for me to hit that goal? And you can go through some of the questions that I asked myself. What am I avoiding? For me, it was specifically, what do I need to do to double my launches? Because that's what my business needs for me to hit my goal. But some other questions I asked myself is what skills do I need? What team do I need? What have I been avoiding? What do I need off my plate? By answering these questions, we start with the problem first instead of the solution first, and then we can find the best solution to solve our problem for us. And that is going to be a great use of your money. And then of course, there's always going to be something that comes up. There's always going to be something you didn't account for. There's always going to be something. And that is why it is so important to practice the skill of saving in your business year round. So many times I see clients who will save up money for a specific thing, but they will only save when they have a specific thing in mind. Like for example, oh, I know I'm going to be re-signing into my mastermind in April and it's $15,000, so I'm going to save up for April's $15,000 expense versus I know there's always going to be something, so I'm going to save all the time no matter what, even if I don't have something to save for right now. That is my mentality. I highly recommend you move forward with that, um, especially if you self-identify as a spender. That is going to be a game changer for you. And... And yeah, I hope you found this helpful. This is what a million dollar business is going to be investing in in 2024. And maybe I'll do a recap at the end of the year of what I actually invested in so that we can compare and contrast against this plan. Um, and I hope that you take these questions and do your own 2024 investment plan. Inside of my 12-month program, Six Figure Saver, we teach a entire module called How to Increase Your Profitability, which is fully centered around this topic. It's fully centered around how to ensure you get a 5X ROI on all of your business investments, 
And spoiler alert, the way you get a 5X ROI on your business investments is by investing in the right things, meaning the things that your business needs right now versus investing in shit that your business doesn't actually need. So if you're in Six Figure Saver, go watch that module. It's amazing. It's one of my favorite ones. And if you're not in Six Figure Saver, go join the waitlist. We're going to be opening the doors again on March 1st. So join the waitlist so that you can get notified of everything that's happening. And we will see you guys in the next episode. All right. Take it easy.